This is the Power Producers Podcast, where we are refining and redefining the sales game. Rule number one is you have to believe in yourself. You're the only one who doesn't think you belong in this appointment. The prospect has already validated your existence by scheduling time with you. Get it through your head you belong here. Go in there, crush it, and close the deal. A place where sales professionals can come to learn from other sales professionals and thought leaders that have mastered their craft. The difference between a good salesperson and a best-in-class salesperson is only two minutes. By spending an extra two minutes on what you might think is a mundane task in the sales game, you separate yourselves from the pack, you grow your book of business, you close more deals, and you retain your accounts. As well as their peers who are still striving for perfection to achieve their why. I have a wife and four kids. Failure is not an option. Real sales professionals. Real stories. Real results. It's no different than being a professional baseball player. You can't be a one-trick pony. You have to be a five-tool player in order to succeed in this game. This is the Power Producers Podcast. Production redefined. Are you ready to feel the power? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Power Producers Podcast, where we are refining and redefining the sales game. I am beardless today, not because I shave, but because Kyle is tied up with something else. So I'm flying solo with the one and only Carrie Cheeks from Risk Innovations. What's up, Carrie? Hey, I am glad to be here. I'm going to need a lot more energy than that. So let's go ahead and get to listen. I've seen on Instagram or Facebook or wherever it was, I've seen the pregame of you going out pre-basketball dapping everybody up like you're ready to go out and slay it and that's what i get come on now okay i am ready to speak work comp (laughs) talk about hard to place work comp and enlighten you all with all the goodness that risk innovations has to offer there you go i feel like you're already on island time actually i mean we're two days removed and actually my podcast right before this one was with john mason from shenango brokers and he's going to be in key west too so I think everybody's kind of on that glide path and I still have a full day boot camp tomorrow that I have to get through that's keeping me that's in between me and Key West. So it's hey, funny. It's a reward. It is. It is. It's funny because we usually do like Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. We don't normally go Thursday because like one day, maybe once a year we'll do it. And I always forget that the Thursday flight out of Tampa is at 1030 and not 815. So I booked a room at the airport Marriott the night before, which is what we always do because we just want to be lazy and walk down and get on, go through security and get on the plane. Now we're going to the airport Marriott the night before, and we're going to get up and like wait three hours before we could go down there. And Annie, Annie asked me if I wanted to cancel it. And I said, absolutely not. I once, once Wednesday hits and we have the ability to go. So we're going to have a nice dinner at ocean prime. Wednesday night and and just set the table for the rest of the weekend, which is going to be a really good time. Yeah, that's awesome. My flight's at eight o'clock, so I've got to make Yuck. sure I'm up and ready. <laughs> well, you do have direct though. You're leaving from Atlanta, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Well, that's good for you then. It's better mm-hmm. than not than than having to change planes and everything. And it's probably a pretty easy flight. So it anyhow. Is. Talk about risk innovations for a second, or more importantly, now people want to know, like, were you in the WNBA or anything like that? Because I, I hyped all of that up. So talk, I mean, you're young. I mean, this is this your first job out of college? 
Yeah, this is. I just celebrated my four-year anniversary at Risk Innovations. So um, I was a public relations major in college. I played basketball um, at Lee University. It's a Division II school in Tennessee. And came out of college, and I don't know how they roped me into working a small business desk for a couple of years, but there I was. And they gave me the opportunity to move into marketing um, in March of 2020. So I got to be out and about for a week and then behind my desk again for a year. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. But it's been nothing but um, goodness with risk innovations for the last four years. I can't imagine being anywhere else. So, yeah. Well, they got you early and convinced you. So, <laughs> you know, there's that. That being said, so is Lee, Lee's where, is that is that the one that's up around Chattanooga? Yeah, um, Cleveland, okay. Tennessee. So it's Cleveland. between Chattanooga right. and Knoxville. I know exactly where it is. Um, may or may not have played baseball in that area at some point in my life. Um, did. Talk about risk innovations, though. I mean, people probably, I don't know, maybe not. I feel like people know GenCap's name when they hear it, but maybe not risk innovations as much. How long has risk innovations been around? And talk a little bit about what it is specifically that y'all do. Yeah, so this month, Risk Innovations is celebrating its 20th anniversary. Um, so, and then on 8 1, we'll rebrand to be GenCap. So, changing our name on 8 1 to be GenCap. So, but Risk Innovations is the work comp um, segment of GenCap. We specialize in work comp, it's all that we do. We have over 65 markets that we write with. Um, our brokers have typically only worked in work comp. Um, so we are true experts and the services that we offer through our carriers and just the expertise that we have is honestly unmatched. Um, you know, there's a ton of brokers that do offer work comp, but not really any that specialize in it in the way that we do. Um, so, I mean, it's, we're hard to place work comp wholesaler. Um, but that's not always, but do. you're not it's limited to that, right? Like you're not yeah. just, you're not on here saying, please send me all the stuff. Nobody else will take. I mean, you've got a loss ratio to manage as well. So I know yeah. that you'll, you, you'll write other things. And one of the things that agencies struggle with is getting carrier contracts and, and having varieties of carrier contracts. You know, I, you guys are probably, I added two wholesalers in the last year. Um, y'all and another one. And those are the only two wholesalers that I've added since I launched, honestly, with the original couple that I had back in 2016. So I know that agents, when they, when they open their agency, the first thing is, well, I need carrier contracts. I need carrier contracts. Then they're faced with the decision. Do I go to an aggregator market access? Do I work with a wholesaler wholesale broker? What am I, what am I supposed to do? You actually make it really, really easy because even though other wholesalers may offer workers comp, I'm fairly certain they don't have 65 markets. Yeah. And we just met with a couple more this morning. So we're pushing up on 70. Um, but, you know, we do have a ton of agents that use us as market access. We have a huge footprint in Georgia because that's where we started 20 years ago was in Georgia. So our name around Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, um, Tennessee, very well known. The Midwest has been well known since 2012 when Jeff Sandy joined Bruce Petal as a partner. Um, so Midwest, Southeast, Risk Innovations is a huge presence. And you know we have different um, types of agencies. They're not all you know national 
agencies, but we do write with a ton of national agencies and we write with a ton of, you know, one man agencies as well, just because they don't have the market access. We write with the bigger shops because we have the relationships to get deals done that they may not have. So, um, you know, we can write anything from a $300 policy to a $10 million policy. Um, there's just, I mean, the spread is so unreal and we don't have a target agency per se. We write with just about anybody and um, we, there's nobody that will turn down necessarily. I'm just from a standpoint of, we don't like that account. If we can write it, we're going to write it. So I say we're hard to place. And now I've sort of changed my tagline to historically we've branded ourselves as hard to place, but in a market this soft, there's not too much that is hard to place. We have all the markets where we can get competitive. I know you're in Florida where it's a rate state, but everywhere else, you know, we have the ability to get our carriers to jump on credit because we do have that volume, that premium volume with them and the clout to get deals done. And they know that we know what we're talking about and we're helping you sell it to the insured, um, all their services and explain why rates look the way they do, why there's this debit, why there's a credit. Um, So, I mean, we can get deals done throughout any hard to place, easy to place. Just if you need a deal, we'll do it. Well, I think one of the things that you said that everybody should have had their ears perk up when you said it is the fact that you can, the nationals use you because you have the relationship. And, you know, I'm in Florida. Comp carriers are a dime or a dozen, a dime a dozen here for the most part. I, I don't want to, I don't want to diminish that, but I mean, there's a lot of monoline comp carriers in Florida and that's what they do. That being said, I don't have a book that's 10 million in premium with any single one of them. You know, if you do, I like you better than I like me for going to the market with that carrier because you can leverage that. You've got the relationship, you've gotten the results, you know, in the past that proves that you are somebody who should be talking to this carrier on my behalf instead of me doing it. So I think that that that's a huge piece of this. Agents are bulletproof. Producers are bulletproof. And I think one of the problems that that agents have is that they're not going to come to somebody like you until they've exhausted all of their own resources first. That actually doesn't help them any. It puts them at more of a disadvantage because many times you actually may have been able to get a deal done with a carrier that perhaps would have declined for that agent because the agent doesn't have the deliverables or the experience necessary to make sure that that account performs correctly. So it's kind of like one of those things. If it's something you feel is going to be hard to place, don't screw around, go into a bunch of your carriers just to get declinations, (laughs) get it out the door as early as you can and let risk innovations figure it out because they may be able to get deals done that you can't. It's going to be pretty rare that I have the ability to do something that Jeff Sandy can't get done. I mean, it's going to be pretty rare if if it's even possible. Because yeah. the guy's been doing nothing but for how long? He's been doing nothing but for um, almost 30 years. So he's ha- he has the experience to back it and all the relationships that follow as well. That's a lot of workers comp. A whole lot. <laughs> So here's my question for you. I asked John Mason this same question. He's a wholesaler, different than what you guys do. But I'm going to bring this up in Key West, and so I'm giving you I'm giving you a softball so you're not caught off guard. But one of the things that we're going to do 
is I want to have a panel of like three or three, three to four agents. And I want a panel of the three or four wholesalers that are going to be there. Okay. And I'm going to ask the agents, what makes a good wholesaler to you? What, what is a good wholesaler? Define that. What are you looking for? Why am I asking that question? Because I want you guys to hear what agents are saying in, in a relaxed environment where they're going to be honest about it, right? They're going to be comfortable giving feedback. And if they're not, I'm going to push them to give feedback because I'll know they're lying or not being forthright with me if they're not sharing. Then I'm going to flip the script and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come to you guys and say, all right, wholesalers, what does a picture perfect agency look like for you? Now, I understand that you guys want to write as much business as you can. But you and I both know there are agencies that do it right. And there are agencies that make the underwriters just want to pull their hair out. And so talk about that for a second. I mean, you talk with your underwriters, you talk with your leadership, the agencies that are really clicking on all cylinders so that when the underwriter gets a submission from them, they're like, wow, yeah, here's another one. I know we're going to write this or at least have a fighting chance because they've got a really good submission. What does that agency look like? Well, we love complete submissions. You would be surprised at the number of submissions we get in that is a a court app that is not even completed. Um, you know, so the amount of agents that I call on a monthly basis saying, these are the primary things we need on a court app. This is the bare minimum of what we need on an Accord 130. <laughs> it's crazy. But, you know, on the other hand, a great agent, I have a ton of great agents that send in an Accord 130, five three to five years of loss runs, a mod, a supplemental that they have filled out from another carrier. Um, and that's from a submission standpoint. That is, you know, or if they only have an accord and they want us to reserve markets, they're saying, hey, I've got the loss runs on the way. I've got the mod. Here's my target premium. Let me know. You know, if they have a specific carrier in mind that they want us to, to approach and they already know that, hey, so-and-so has been hitting on this class code and I want to see if you can get them to quote this for us. You know, we love intel from outside the marketplace that we may just have not seen yet. Nuggets of wisdom like that. And then while we're working on an account, being responsive, um, the agents want the wholesaler to be responsive, but, you know, we're only as fast as the agent is. So the agent can't wait two to three weeks to respond to us and expect a quote that same day that they respond, you know? It's a given and take. It's the mutual respect. And, you know, our agents that we really excel with understand that you get what you give. And if you um, work with us, we'll work with you and it'll be a better relationship. It's mutually beneficial that way. And, um, you know, it's really just the relationship building aspect of it. And that's why I love what I do is I get to go in and build those relationships to back up my brokers. You have a really good job, like from what I can tell on the outside, anyhow. It is. I love it. <laughs> well, it's like I tell people, you know, when my kids would ask me when I was younger, what I do for a living, I just I, I tell them I get paid to make friends. Like literally, that's it, right? I just that go is. hang out with people, make friends with them. And the next thing you know, they want to hire me. Um, so <laughs> I don't really, I, I, I really don't think it's any more complicated than that. Now, there's some nuances to getting that done. But at the end of the day, like we're... we're we're both pretty fortunate to be in the position that we're in. Yeah. Talk a little bit about things that are unique to risk innovations or some tools. I know that um, one thing that you have the ability to do, I don't remember exactly who it's with, so I'll defer to you for that. But 
one of the things that we run into when we're dealing with workers' comp accounts is I get it from my payroll provider and they automatically take my premiums out every month. So if I go and and, and buy my workers' comp from you, how is that still going to happen? And you have vendor relationships that actually will take guaranteed cost comp policies and make them pay as you go, correct? Yeah. So most of our carriers just offer the pay as you go with it. Um, we don't have any vendor relations because all of ours is direct bill, but I would say 95% of our um, markets that we use prefer maybe even um, monthly self-reporting or oh, yeah. weekly self-reporting. So, I mean, that's the option that we're trying to move to, especially when COVID hit and all of the, um, you know, return premium audits started rolling in or the, you know, the companies were being afraid that they were going to start rolling in. They wanted to count their, count it up before it actually got to that point. So we moved a ton of accounts, like every account over 50 grand, we tried to put on monthly self-reporting just so that Mm. nobody was surprised. Um, You know, it's... Some companies don't need to be on monthly self-reporting. If they don't have the background for it, they don't need to be on it. If they don't have anybody that can, um, you know, in the office that does their payroll currently. But a lot of payroll companies, a lot of our um, carriers work with a ton of different payroll companies. So it's likely that the payroll company that they're with anyway can work directly with one of our markets. Got it. Yeah, I would, I may be confused. I so we work with for people who think that I'm just an absolute moron and don't know what I'm talking about. Now <laughs> we work with reliable premium management in our agency. And there's another one called smart pay. I believe they're part of first insurance funding. And so, um, I do know about this people listening who think I don't because <laughs> 42% of the workers compensation premium across the United States that's written with guard is written through ADP. And ADP will only administer the the workers' comp premiums if they are the agent that is writing the workers' comp, unless they're using RPM or smart pay or a service like that, that will take that guard policy and it will break it into pay as you go and administer those premium payments to the carrier and ADP doesn't know any differently. So if you're out there prospecting against the payroll companies and that's an objection that you get, please know that there are services out there. The one we use at Florida Risk is RPM, Reliable Premium Management. And coincidentally, about four podcasts from this one, you are going to hear from them because I asked them to come on and we're going to interview them and talk about what they do. The next piece of pushback you're going to get at the point of sale is that, well, they're charging me $15 or whatever the cost is. Don't hold me to this. But they're going to complain about that. Guess what? The payroll company's charging them to do the same thing. You just have to peel back their billing statement and find where that charge is. But they're not administering workers' comp premiums for free. So that's where I was going with that for everybody in the audience that was trying to to get, uh, trip me up. I knew what I was saying. I just had the wrong person I was talking to. So excuse me for that. So let's talk about exclusive, like anything unique to you. What, what are some things that you are able to do that you guys have exclusivity on that other wholesalers in the work comp space don't have? So we have access to probably 10 programs across the country. 
Um, and while they're not exclusive, the footprint on it is exclusive. So we have a lot of them specific to the Southeast. We have a couple in the Northeast and in the Midwest, um, and out on the West coast as well, but it's different programs. Um, we can do a ton of healthcare, um, with carriers that you don't normally think would write healthcare. Um, we can do a ton of staffing, construction, logging. Um, you know, we have programs for all those different, different avenues. On the other hand, something that's not really, I mean, it's exclusive to us. We have specific underwriters with carriers that we have, you know, a huge chunk of premium with, and we have the clout with them. They've given us extended underwriting guidelines that they won't give their normal agents. Um, You know, if you were to go to one of your direct, if you think one of your direct markets is going to decline a risk and you know that we have that market direct, odds are five times out of 10, I can get it done. with the market that will decline it for you. So not that it's necessarily completely exclusive, but it is something that we get done just because of our premium volume and the clout that we have with our carriers. So talk about the the programs that you guys are seeing some success with. That's intriguing to me. If you have footprint in the Southeast, talk about that because I think that there's a lot of things out there. There are a lot of there are a lot of businesses like last mile delivery right now, right? Let's just throw that one out there because that's one everybody thinks about. Everybody knows of an Amazon last mile delivery company that's popped up over the course of the last year, and that's a hot prospect in that area. And that's one that everybody's trying to get placed. I imagine you see a ton of them come in from agents who just can't get it done direct. But but talk about what what classes of business fit in those because to me, even though it may not be exclusive, the fact that you have expertise in those areas just because of the volume you see by having that program makes you a much more valuable partner than just an average wholesaler that might take it to market. Yeah. So the last mile delivery, the um, DSP delivery service partners for Amazon, FedEx, you know, you name it. Um, those have blown up. They started taking off in 2018 and we wrote a ton of them. Um, especially in the Atlanta area. There were a ton that popped up here and we probably wrote a majority of the ones in Atlanta. Um, you know, a lot of the ones that have been around for a while have really high, ugly mods. Um, you know, some of them have like 2.5 mods just because Amazon doesn't really have a um, program in place for, or at the beginning, they definitely didn't have a program in place for safety training that was strictly followed after So, you know, a lot of companies are jumping in now once they've gotten their feet on the ground and want to ride them with that high mod because they're getting the premium that they wouldn't have gotten prior to. So they're getting double the premium for the same risk. And, um, you know, a lot of carriers are jumping in on that. We know that the new ones are going to probably perform poorly for a couple of years because they're going to, they just learn. That's the way that they do. That's the way the nature of the beast on this. So the 7231 class code um, for just the last mile. We have probably 10 markets that'll quote those right now. Um, new ventures, we probably have about five. Distressed mods, all 10 of them will write it. So another caveat to that would be the um, distribution center to distribution center. So it's actually 7219 trucking. But we can get standard carriers to write that that don't write trucking. We probably have 15 markets that'll do that. And we have a ton of markets that'll write trucking. But this is, you know, sort of a local risk, but it still has those loss issues that the DSP has because there's no safety training in place. We write a ton of staffing. That's another program that 
or we have programs for that. Um, we can do that nationally. Oh, I'm very well versed in that one. Yes, you are. You are. Um, but yours was a very generalist staffing risk. So we don't need something that's the same class code over and over again. We can get carriers to get after it. You know, the more generalist it gets, obviously, the smaller our carrier list becomes. But the relationships that Jeff Sandy and Christy Tinker have and Mindy Cox has, you haven't worked with Mindy. She's not your broker. But the relationship that they have with all of these markets to get deals done is unreal. Like I said earlier, the perk of working with a specialist is we know how to sell the risk. We know what the carriers want to hear. We know what your the insured needs to do. And we'll get the deals done for you. We sell it. We help you sell the risk. We're not going to ever just make you sound <laughs> incompetent to our carrier. We're going to coach you through it and figure it out, figure out what's the best way to, you know, how to ask questions, what the carriers need to know. And um, then we'll talk to our carrier and convince them why they should write the risk, why we think it's good. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't understand why anybody wouldn't be doing business, to be honest with you, because I see so many, so, so much out there that's just completely screwed up that it's like, maybe you should just call a pro. So, <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of where my head is. So you guys are going to rebrand. What does that mean for those of us that are already doing business with you? Do we now have access to the grander um marketplace that GenCap has to offer. Do you want to talk about that for a little bit? Yeah. So currently anybody that's contracted with us is contracted with GenCap. You can work with GenCap, but you know, GenCap is um, started six years ago and we keep purchasing wholesalers that fit within our box and we only work with the best of the best and we're slowly but surely adding them into three different segments right now. We have GenCap Insurance Services, GenCap Specialty, and GenCap Programs. Risk Innovations will fall under GenCap Insurance Services, and it'll be, you know, the Wholesale Binding Authority group. But if you need contacts for any other line of business, I can get you there. But um, it's just going to streamline the process more. Nothing will change with Risk Innovations. It's going to be the same team. If anything, we'll expand and add more. And it'll allow us to add more markets because the name does carry more weight. GenCap is the fourth largest wholesaler in the country. And we're still growing. Our, we have huge goals and we plan to meet them like we have every year prior. So it's great opportunity for us heading forward. It's great opportunity for the agents that use us. and. It's, I'm just looking forward to where it's heading and all of our agents should be so excited to be on board. Look, I don't, I would not recognize John Ware if he walked by me on the street, but I bet you I've referred 20 people to him yeah. over the course. I, I literally just referred somebody to him 10 minutes ago, you know, while we were recording this because somebody was asking for um, uh, who a good wholesale broker is that has the ability to write standalone hired a non-owned auto every time i've ever seen anybody ask that that's the name that pops up so i just started referring him to yeah no he is killer at what he does and he has the pen for hired non-owned auto and i haven't seen him falter on a deal he's gotten everyone done that i've sent to him i literally just sent him two deals today as well so it's obviously needed and i think he's the best in the country for it I'll be interested to see as you do the rebrand, 
and a lot of this may be going on internally already, and we just don't see it because we're not <laughs> there behind the scenes. But I've got to believe that you guys are going to have the ability to really build your own book by communicating internally about what opportunities you're seeing. Like, for example, if you see, you know, a last mile delivery account on the workers comp, be good if the auto broker knew that, the GL broker knew that, the umbrella broker knew that, so that they could at least reach out to that agent and see if they could help them with the other lines um, on those deals. I mean, I think I don't see how that's a bad deal any way you look at it. I think you only get stronger. Yeah. So Risk Innovations became a part of GenCap three and a half years ago. And since the day, well, actually, since before we sold, Genesee General sat in Alpharetta. They're now a part of GenCap Insurance Services. And we were already re referring business back and forth. And so now it's just become more streamlined. And then the last three and a half years, we've referred a ton of business back and forth to each other. Um, and now there's so many options throughout the country of different segments, people who specialize in um, different lines that we can send accounts to. And, you know, I'm not going to, if you send me an Accord 125, I'm not just going to ship it off to Genesee or I mean GenCap, but I will, you know, ask you, hey, do you need help with the other lines? We have, you know, other brokers that specialize in this. I'd love to send it off. And nine times out of 10, they're going to say, yeah, or they're going to say, I've already sent it over there. But, you know, it's going to become more of a streamlined process, I do think. And, um, you know, it'll give us the ability to round out more accounts and make the process a little bit smoother for all lines of coverage. So I'm going to need you to come clean with me because I'm pretty quick on my feet. And it's not lost on me that you started four years ago and three and a half years ago. Risk Innovations became part of GenCap officially. Did they hire you to broker that deal? <laughs> um. I didn't even know what it meant when we were selling. Um, a couple of people in the <laughs> office were like, oh, no, we're selling. And I was like, is that not a normal thing that happens? Yeah, is that I, a bad? Do I need yeah. to be concerned for Do my job? Do I need to be concerned for my got? job? What's going on here? But literally nothing changed internally for us. The only thing that changed is Bruce Petal, um, who was a partner in Risk Innovations, uh, became the president of GenCap Insurance Services. So that's the only thing that's changed in our day to day. Everything else has been, you know, the same, except for we've been able to add new carriers on um, and get new programs just because we have the GenCap name associated with us. So all good things. Sweet. So what have we missed? Hmm. What have we missed? Um, I'm not sure. I feel like we've covered a lot of the bases. I feel like you need to get a stronger presence in Florida because every time I see you, you're doing something in Georgia and it's no wonder that the name is so well known there. I mean, it's obvious that you're heavily involved with the big eye in Georgia. You just wrapped up another conference for them and, you know, I'm going to do my part to tell all my friends about it. I mean, you're talking to 20,000 agents across the country right now. So this is your chance, Carrie, put the hard clothes on them. How do they reach out to you to get uh, get the process started with Risk Innovations? And I'm going to tell you, um, for those, and Carrie doesn't know this, but if you want more information, I'm going to have a copy of this podcast. I'm also going to have some other materials that we will have taken uh, content from over the weekend in Key West. In addition to, I'm going to bring Risk Innovations into a private call for the Killing Commercial community, but we are going to have killingcommercial.com forward slash risk innovations and you will be able to go to the Killing Commercial website and learn everything you can and I will make sure that I link to the appropriate place and there'll even be a button 
that says contact Carrie and it'll send an email directly to her if you're interested in getting set up. But I always have the greatest ideas and then I tell Mr. Lefevre to make sure they get done. So I don't even know what his backlog is right now, but I'm sure it's severe because I have just been dumping on him all day long today. So in the interim, how do they get a hold of you to talk about what it would look like to have a relationship with GenCap and Risk Innovations? Yeah, so you can give me a call anytime. I am I have my phone in my hand 90% of my life. Um, 706-979-4404. You can hit me on LinkedIn. I'm very active there as well. Um, just Carrie Cheeks. And then you can email me at Cheeks at riskinnovations.com. And if I don't respond within 24 hours to one method, it may have gone to my junk or you may have shown up as a spam caller. <laughs> so call me or email me again or hit me on LinkedIn because I try to turn around um, calls and messages as quickly as possible. So I'm not ignoring you. Yeah, I can 100% <laughs> vouch for that. We have an issue with our email getting gobbled up by office 365. And if I don't hear from like, I don't even give her 24 hours. That's how fast <laughs> she is when I know she got something. So if like a couple of hours go by and I've not heard from her, I'll go over to LinkedIn and say, Hey, check your spam filter. I sent you something a couple of hours ago. And she's probably saying, Holy cow, man, I'm at a golf tournament right now, you know, working with the big guy at Georgia. Can you give me a little bit of time? And the answer is no, I can't. I really needed an answer to this two hours ago. And then she goes and finds it. Right. So Obviously, I'm kidding tongue in cheek. You're going to really have a hard time finding anybody in any wholesaler that's more responsive than what Carrie is. And I'm not saying that just because she's sitting here. I'm being dead serious. Like I told my wife, I feel like they have robots managing social media at Risk Innovations because she is on it. She's She understands how to have a social presence. She understands how to how to build relationships at the agency level. We're very fortunate that we uh, we were able to connect with Risk Innovations. I know that it's going to be a great partnership for Florida Risk Partners as we continue to build that book of business with you guys. It's opened the door for me to write business that I understand and know how to write, but I typically wouldn't in the agency like staffing just because I understand that markets are the markets and you either have them or you don't. And I'm not interested in going to get them because I don't want to have to feed them. But we've also turned away a lot of that business in the last six years. So I'm glad to know we have a place that we can write it now. And I certainly know how to deliver the the value added stuff to it in the long run. So if you are looking to grow your business, if you want to lead with comp and you don't have the markets, or if you just don't write enough comp that you need to go and get your own wholesaler or your own carrier appointments, Carrie.cheeks at riskinnovations.com or on LinkedIn. And I can assure you, your workers' comp needs will be met. I'm going to wrap it up. I don't really have anything else to add. I think you did a great job of giving everybody the 10,000 foot overview. And the next podcast is going to be about all the stories that we create over the next four days in Key West, which I'm sure <laughs> there will be many. So look forward yeah. to seeing you down there. Travel safe. And thanks for your time today. Really appreciate you joining us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You've been listening to the Power Producers Podcast. You can follow Killing Commercial Insurance on Facebook and YouTube. And if you want to take your game to the next level, next level, check out our book, The Extra Two Minutes, and our website, killingcommercial.com.